Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine. This week is Scans Awareness Week and it's quite staggering when you realise that Australians are losing more than $1.4 million to NBN-related scams between January and September this year, which is a significant jump on 2020. Joining me to chat about this and uh, scams in general is uh, Jane Crossell, the Tasmanian Crime Stoppers CEO, to uh, have a chat. Good morning, Jane, and welcome to Tasmania Talks. How are you? Uh, good morning, Rob. I'm well, thank you. I appreciate your time. Uh, th- that is staggering, the amount of money that uh, we, we're losing. It certainly is. Uh, Scams Awareness Week runs across this week, and it's a good opportunity to just highlight that and, and what a significant um, issue it is. Um, I've just been looking at some of those stats that you've mentioned and um, just in the last um, period of time, so by the end of September this year, across Australia, uh, there had been a losses of over $222 million um, from reported scams. So that's Australia-wide, that's not a Tasmanian figure, but it's a staggering figure nonetheless. It is It is mind-blowing. And, and what worries me, Jane, is... Um, most of us um, know when when you're getting a scam, like you get a recorded message on your phone or or uh, or some or an email. You know, if you if you don't know the person or or whatever, you just don't open anything. You don't open any attachment from mm-hmm. from anyone you don't know. But what I worry about is the elderly and and those who who aren't as au fait with technology. Um, and and you know, we all have parents and and some of us still have grandparents and. And things like that that um, you know really need to be looked after and advised and, and and helped in this area. Absolutely, it's interesting that you um, say that because I think you know probably if we're not so okay with technology, scams can be uh, you know people in that space can be an easy target. But I think everybody, you know, everyone in this day and age needs to be aware that they can be scammed, and it's so easy. With the amount of emails, the amount of online work that we do, online contacts, online meetings, that it's so easy to receive a message from someone and think that it's okay, click on a link and all of a sudden, you know, you're in trouble. So it's, whilst we do need to look after the elderly and those that are not so technologically minded, it is applicable to all of us. For sure. All right, Jane, Mm. what's the best way to identify a scam? Oh, wow. So many, there are so many different types of scams out there. So if I can touch on probably um, the top 10 scams, um, investment scams are a big one. Uh, so you might, you might get a, a text message, for instance, saying that you know, someone has a limited time investment opportunity with huge returns and that they'll uh, provide a link which you click on. You might go through a process of signing up and then all of a sudden they're asking for money. And you could be, you know, sucked into providing that money and then it, it goes on and on from there. So um, that's probably the biggest scam in terms of financial loss to people. Other scams include things like dating scams and romance scams. So, you know, the, the increase in relationships happening online. Um, you might develop a relationship with somebody... It, it could, might be romantic, it might not be, it might just be a friendship or someone that has a common interest with you. Um, and then you start to believe that that individual is real and genuine and then 
they start to perhaps ask for money or support in some way and before you know it you've um, gone down a track that is difficult to to get out of probably I think one of the more common ones would be things like remote access scams where you know we're all Telstra customers or NBN customers um, and things like that could be where you get a text or a phone call from a computer company or text or a telecommunications company telling you your computer has a virus or that your they can help you to upgrade your computer performance but to do that they need remote access to your computer now I don't know about you but I I am involved in in lot purchasing tech you purchase um, security software and we have a million passwords these days mm-hmm. and sometimes you forget perhaps what you might have purchased or you might have put on your computer. So a caller requesting access to help you fix a problem with your computer might not be, for some of us might not be, you know, a red flag. You might you might think, oh, actually I did purchase that software on such and such, or I could have purchased that software on, on a date that they give. And so, you know, they're calling from Telstra or they're calling from NBN, so they must be trustworthy. But yeah. those ones are really difficult to identify, so we need to be on alert all the time. Absolutely. And, and they come in all forms, don't they? Um, texts, phone calls, emails. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, look, I think it's it good to highlight that uh, generally your bank, um, MyGov, for instance, there's a, there's a MyGov scam that's been happening a little bit lately where you might receive a text or an email looking like it is actually from MyGov. Um, MyGov, financial institutions, those sorts of organisations, they will never text you or email you and ask you to click on a link. Wise move, wise thing to remember. And uh, the, the old saying, I, I, you know, and you probably got told too, is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, <laughs> Yes. Uh, try try and remember that. But uh, if you do mm. come across a scam or, or whatever, uh, how do you report it? What's the best way? Look, the best way to report a scam is to head to the ScamWatch website. So it's scamwatch.gov.au. And, you know, never be afraid to report a scam. I think one of the reasons that people don't speak up is because they get scammed and they feel embarrassed or... Um, you know, they feel a little bit of shame that they were actually taken for a ride, but it's so easy to for that to happen. So really important that we talk about scams and start to reduce the stigma around them so that it becomes more um, mainstream, if you like, or more common to actually report those scams. Yeah, you're right. Don't be afraid uh, because, uh, I mean, I, over the past week, I've had three phone calls from people saying that my accounts are frozen, uh, that yeah. that was one. Another one was mm-hmm. saying I'm going to go to jail because my tax things are, um, you know, my tax returns aren't up to date. I've got to pay and and all this sort of stuff. But you know, it's yeah, a recorded message right. and it sounds sounds like it's American voices and stuff. So you know, it's mm-hmm. scam straight away. And and I I yeah. don't answer any phone phone number that's not in my phone. Um, that that's something I do. If a number comes up on my phone and it's not in it, I won't answer. If there's a message, I'll have a listen to it. But uh, and I don't answer it. Yes, I'm the same. If it's something that you don't recognise, then don't, you know, don't answer, don't click. If someone really wants to talk to you and you don't recognise the number, they're going to leave you a message. Yes. Probably what? probably another one that I've seen a fair bit of lately yeah. and in my own personal work and, and personal emails is 
Sometimes you can receive an email from somebody and the email looks like it's correct. But there's an attachment or something and it's encouraging you to open. It might be we've uploaded some photos that you might like to see. And, of course, everybody likes to see photos of things that have been going on. So if it comes from an email that looks like it's from a friend, naturally you're just going to click on that email, right? Yeah. They're going to open the photos and that could that could you know, release some other scam onto your computer or a virus. So really be, I guess, be vigilant, be diligent about checking where your emails are coming from. It might just be as simple as, you know, if you're getting an email from John Smith at Gmail, it might have a little bit of a different, might say John Smith 1 at Gmail. Sorry to the John Smiths out there. But, you know, that's just an example of, it could be just a tiny little change in the email, it still comes through. Listen, I, you know, I have a generic email in my work and I still get emails that look like they're the generic email, but they're actually just that little bit different. So it's really important to be vigilant on those things. For sure. Uh, Look, um, wonderful advice, Jane Crossell from uh, Tasmanian Crime Stoppers CEO. I really appreciate your time, and please keep up the great work that you do. Um, It's an amazing uh, um, community tool, Crime Stoppers, and uh, so many people use it, and uh, and it's great. And we can keep the community a lot safer in a lot of ways, including scams. So that's awesome. Thank you. That's right, Rob. Look, Crime Stoppers is about keeping Tasmanians safe. So, you know, if it, even if it's not a scam, if you have some information that you think would be relevant to community safety or crime in your area, you can you can also ring Crime Stoppers on 1800 000 and report it or and crime. remain anonymous. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's a thing to point out. And uh, crimestopperstas.com.au. Correct. Wonderful. All right, Jane, thank you so much for your time on Tasmania Talks. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, some wonderful advice there on Scams Awareness Week. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.